There are new writers at Farm Progress covering agriculture, and it's time listeners got to know who they are. Welcome to Around Farm Progress, a podcast that looks at agriculture issues across the country. I'm Willie Vogt, your host and editorial director for Farm Progress. One of the roles of this podcast is to keep listeners and our Farm Progress readers informed about what's going on with our editors and writers. In this episode, we're doing just that by introducing to you two new members of the editorial team. First, we catch up with Betty Haynes, the newest member to the Prairie Farmer staff. Her byline is already appearing online and in print for the publication, and she discusses her work for the brand. And she shares how her first week on the job went as she jumped right in covering the Farm Progress Show. Then we connect with Whitney Hagwood, who joined the Delta Farm Press team in September. Her family farms in Arkansas, and she'll be covering agriculture in that region for the brand. She shares some of the early stories she's already been working on. But first, let's learn more about Betty Haynes. Betty Haynes, welcome to Around Farm Progress. Hey, thank you. It's great to be here. Good. Uh, So welcome to the team. Um, It's great to have you on board. I think that for the people listening to this should know that you weren't on the team, what, two days that you were up on stage taking pictures of crowds at the Farm Progress show before Lee Bryce performed? Yeah, that's right. It it really was trial by fire here, just starting right in the middle of Farm Progress show. But, uh, you know, that was a really great way to meet the rest of the team and and really get immersed in all that Farm Progress is and all that Prairie Farmer is. So, um, yeah, Mike and Holly told me just to take photos until someone tells me I can't that I can't go somewhere. So I got on stage and got some really awesome shots out of that. Yeah. When you're wearing the farm progress show shirt, you get to go pretty much where you want. That's the best part (laughs) of the the job, I think sometimes. So that's interesting. Uh, Tell us about your, tell me about yourself. What uh, uh, you live on a farm or what's, what's the situation for you guys? Yeah, I grew up on a a corn and soybean farm in rural Menard County, Oakford, Illinois. And from there, I, I always had, an interest in writing and storytelling and just was always a creative. So I I attended the University of Missouri and that's where I met my husband who is a cattleman from central Missouri. And I actually brought him back to uh, my home farm in Menard County. So we raise cattle and then we farm alongside my parents here. We, we live in Petersburg now, um, but I, we live in Petersburg with my husband and my daughter, Claire, who just celebrated her first birthday. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, your fun's just beginning. So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. It's great. been it's been the most wonderful year. What what drew you to farm progress? I mean, uh, not to dish your other job. I think you were doing OK there. But what what drew you to farm progress? Yeah, I I was really happy where I was at. I worked at the Illinois Beef Association for about two and a half years and started as their director of communications and then transitioned into a role as editor of Illinois Beef Magazine. And uh, I had a tremendous amount of respect for my my boss there, Josh St. Peter's, but always told him that if there was anyone I would leave beef for, it would be Holly Spangler with Prairie Farmer. And Holly is really what drew me to Prairie Farmer. And I've always just one thought really highly of her as uh, an award-winning editor and writer, but also 
how she prioritizes her family and her faith. And so when this position came open, um, we made it work. And I'm I'm really excited to be on board, really excited to learn from such a team of talented writers and editors. We do have a good time here. As I was talking to somebody and uh, I was talking to Whitney as too, we get play, paid to go outside and play. So that's always fun, um, which is different than most jobs. That's for sure. <laughs> so you you did kind of get pushed. We call it, I call it the Coast Guard School of uh, Training. We pushed you off the dock and made you swim at the Farm Progress Show. Um, but what other, have you had some You've already been doing some interesting stories I've seen online. What do you like about this change? I mean, yes, cattle are fun, but you get to write about a lot more than that, right? I do. I do. And I have a corn and soybean background, so it's exciting to me that I can write about really all aspects of of Illinois agriculture. And we've been, uh, so the last cover I had was about variable cash rent leases and I've gotten to tag along with some really awesome agronomists here for harvest and and, uh, most recently a photo story on a family that was cutting beans and just their their story, a day in the life of an Illinois farmer during harvest. And uh, I've just I've always been passionate about telling those stories, those multi-generational stories about uh, the people who grow our food. So I still get to do that and get to kind of broaden my horizons here at Prairie Farmer. That's fine. And uh, is the harvest going pretty well there? Is it a uh, dry harvest? It's a, it was dry up until this last week. Um, so by my family and my husband farm and we were going really, really hard and having a really, really good push just until uh, this last week it, it rained and um having a one-year-old that's a little bit of a welcome break if i'm being honest but they're back at it now and we'll continue to run hard until the next rain break which doesn't look like there's going to be a lot i'm not sure where you are where i'm in, i mean where you are in illinois but where i'm in minnesota we're pretty we've had some rain but it's been very dry so we're, yeah Beans are going out fast in Iowa and Illinois when I was down there a couple of weeks ago. So um, it's kind of crazy. So it's good. But that's the rush of this job. So, I mean, the neat thing is you can take some time and ride with, go with agronomists, maybe get some combine cab time, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that, I, my back, growing up on a corn and soybean farm, and then I also had a minor in plant sciences. So that base knowledge is there, but Honestly, I feel like I've gotten a little bit stale about what uh, what I need to have on my radar as far as agronomy and the crop side. So those trips have been extremely valuable and just getting out and talking to farmers about what they're experiencing across the state, uh, what agronomists are are seeing as far as some disease issues um, and just really story planning for the next year on what the most current topics that we need to be communicating to our readers would be. Yeah, we don't give all those secrets away yet. You could write about <laughs> them in Prairie Farmer. But I think that's an issue. I mean, uh, the rise of tar spot, the challenge of frog eye leaf spot and, and beans, some of that stuff didn't exist when you were in college. I mean, if you were you know, looking at those issues. The other thing I find is a lot more interest in what's going on below ground level on those plants, isn't it, with the agronomists? Yeah, absolutely. I I just did a piece here where I interviewed 
um, Illinois Extension Soil Specialist Stacy Zuber, and her talking about how we need to change the narrative in Illinois on soil health. And that was another really interesting piece because uh, she's done some work in Missouri and Indiana and in in her opinion, how much farther ahead they were in terms of soil health than we are here in Illinois um, because we've been blessed with such great, you know, great black soil, great growing conditions. Um, so yeah, that is interesting as well. Yeah, it won't be their last soil health story. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> we're all talking about it, and we're looking at biologicals, and we're looking at cover crops, and we're looking at regenerative ag, and that's all changing the dialogue. I think, which I think great makes for great copy. That's for sure. So, yeah. a question for you is that any challenges to this job you didn't expect when you came on board? I didn't expect. Well, it's. It certainly has been an adjustment um, in terms of how fast the turnaround time is for writing. You know, everything we write is extremely current and has to be to editors as, as soon as possible. And I find that I used to be pretty guilty about uh, of guilty of writing something and kind of sitting on it and editing it throughout the week. And that's definitely not how we operate here at Prey Farmer. It's we get the stories, we write them up, and and they're off into the to the web and into print. Well, the good news is your stories are going to Holly first or to a really good copy editing team, so they don't just fly onto the web. Thank heavens, but <laughs> that's important for sure. <laughs> it's a it's a process that we have that I think that's a nice thing. You're not by yourself when you're editing here, which is cool. And it makes it be part of the team. We look forward to introducing you to more of the team from around the country as the future unfolds. Betty Haynes, thanks for your time today and talking about your role at Prairie Farmer. We wish you a lot of luck and we know we'll be seeing more content from you. And in the future, keep us in mind around Farm Progress if there's a really interesting story you wanna talk about on the podcast. Awesome, thank you. Thanks to Betty Haynes for taking the time to talk about her position and Prairie Farmer. I do have to say that when I was at the Lee Bryce concert during the Farm Progress show and looked up to see Betty on stage taking pictures, well, I knew one thing. Even though she'd just started at Farm Progress, she was going to fit right in. It was great talking with her about her work for us. Whitney Haywood is also diving right in, covering agriculture in the Mississippi Delta. She talks about her work and some of her initial stories, which in one case isn't ag-related, but is fascinating just the same. Whitney Haywood, welcome to Around Farm Progress. Thank you. Thank you for having me today. Well, it's good to have you. It's also great to have you on the team. I'm glad you've joined us, but uh, curious listeners want to know, who is Whitney Haywood? So where, where are you located? I'm located in Northeast Arkansas. Okay. You, and you live on a farm, right? I do. Well, actually, we don't live on the farm. Okay. The farm is rather scattered. Uh, <laughs> we Our farm uh, spans across two counties, um, but my husband is a row crop farmer. He's a third generation farmer. And uh, we're living here in northeast Arkansas, raising two daughters in the same hometown that we both grew up in. Great. And you join other staff members at Farm Progress who also are farmers or live on farms, including Holly Spangler. So that's great. What what brought you to Delta Farm Press? What what intrigued you about coming here to work for us? You know, I just want to share about agriculture. Uh, you know, coming from a farm family, 
We've been married for 15 years together for 19. So I'm familiar with, with agriculture and its impact on the world. Um, I wanna share about it. There's always something new and up and coming in the industry that can be talked about. Maybe it's a technique on your farm that you wanna share with your neighbor or a new variety selection or a new technology. And, and so we're constantly learning from one another and I wanted to be part of sharing that. Well, that's cool. And as I think you've already found, there's a lot out there, isn't there? Oh, definitely. And some of the best ideas are borrowed ideas. And uh, we can't learn from one another if we keep it a secret. So I want to be part of of sharing those stories and, and writing about that. That's interesting. You know, in some parts of the country, farmers don't like to share. But you're not finding that as a problem where you are? Not, not so far. But, you know, my, my feet are still wet. I'm just getting started here. <laughs> That's true. And you never know what you'll run across. That's cool. So you've already been working on some interesting stories. What what intrigues you about? I mean, your previous position did not really involve going out and getting on the road and talking to farmers. So how is that different for you as you come into this role? Um, it's a little different. Yeah, definitely. Um, my, pre- my previous position with was with Arkansas Cooperative Extension. Um, I started out in the cotton agronomy program part time as an assistant to Dr. Bill Robertson, our our cotton agronomist in the state. Um, You know, we grow cover crop on our farm, but I learned so much with his sustainability um, component of his program, working with him, and it intrigued me to share that with others. And then the opportunity came up to be the technical and social media writer for Extension with agriculture and natural resources. And just sharing that information was a lot of fun. Um, and I enjoyed going to the field trips and, and meeting people. And and so when this opportunity came up, um, I'll get to go out and, and meet people all the time. And uh, so that was what spoke to me most was learning and sharing and going and traveling. Just a little bit that I did with that job. Um, I really look forward to that with this new position. It's going to be different, but I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> it is different, but this is a secret. I, I hate to let it out in the podcast, but we get paid to go play outside. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> it's something that a lot of people don't understand. That we we do come up with our own story ideas. We appreciate it when farmers reach out to us with something they're doing that they'd like to share, as well as our extension partners are great for that. And I think that's something when we discussed uh, that when you were starting to come on board, how would I find ideas? Is that a problem? Uh, so far, no, it's not. I mean, <laughs> um, we have, um, I've gotten some leads uh, with uh, my coworkers and, and others in the editorial team. But in addition to that, I mean, we have a wealth of, of information with our um, researchers, both extension-based and industry-based, and so much to to dive into and to write about. And so, so far, I think I have more stories than I can handle. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that too loud, because frankly, <laughs> that shouldn't be an issue. But anyway, that's a different story. And the other thing is, you know, you talk about you're visiting with one farmer. It's amazing how a an offhand comment from a farmer is an idea for a whole different story, not with that farmer, but with the concept with maybe other other sources, which is kind of fun too, which I have found, but that's yeah. cool. What do you see as a challenge in this position? A challenge? Yeah, what challenges you? What challenges me? Um, making sure that I tell the story as it's been told to me and that their voice is Whomever I'm interview, interviewing, 
that I express their story in, and it sounds like them. And so that's been a, a challenge, just making sure that, that their voice is heard and that it sounds like their voice. No, that's critical. Accurate quotes are always a challenge. And and uh, that's we're using all the tools to get that right. But you're right. The other side of it is an accurate quote isn't always the voice, right? You've got to figure out where to paraphrase and where to quote and make it sure that you are trend, uh, providing the information that that reader needs. That's for sure. But this is a I mean, this is a can be a very fun job in terms of getting out and finding stories. And I think that listeners to this should understand that we want your stories if you're in Arkansas or with some part of the Delta and you've got something you want to share, you can reach out to Whitney or Brent or Ginger and they're ready to uh, talk to you more about what might the story be. So you've just started, you've done a few stories. I'm going to put you on a stump here. What's the most interesting story or conversation you've had so far? You know, um, I've had a couple. Um, this one's not really ag related, but it's this huge American flag that was recently um, hoisted this summer at an equipment dealership here in Newport, um, where I live. And so it was hoisted and it got tons of attention on Facebook um, and everyone talks about it all the time. Come to find out this thing is 3,200 square feet. So, you know, you could carpet a house in that and still have- That's actually twice the size of my house. Just go with that. It's amazing. And so I got the story on, on that flag. And so that was cool. But now when it comes to ag-related, um, I talked to Matt Miles. He is an extreme soybean uh, producer in southeast Arkansas. Now, he's he's won the Grow for the Green Challenge multiple times. He's, he's beat his own record. And this year, he planted soybeans on his farm in February, turned around and harvested them in July, planted another crop of soybeans right behind that. It's set to harvest mid-November. And then he plans to sow wheat. So it's one, you know, one acre with three farms on it in a year. It's actually 47 acres in field acreages. Um, pretty cool study that he's done this year. So that was impressive to talk to him about it. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see all that turns out and how the yield impact is. Because one of the challenges with soybeans is soybeans following soybeans bring along its own challenge with yield and pests. So Yes, and he had to talk about that. He had to change maturity. Um, you know, maturity on the variety. He also had to change um, technologies to avoid the voluntary beans that would come up from the first crop into the second crop. Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah. I hadn't thought about that. That's cool. So that's a fun story. Definitely. And something people should look for, right? Coming soon. Oh, yeah. Coming soon. Coming soon. <laughs> uh, coming up in a couple of issues. Great. Well, we teased it. So, you know, that's how that works. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> well, Whitney, welcome aboard. Uh, it's great to talk to you and great that you're settling in. We wish you a great deal of luck and uh, maybe not so much luck, but, you know, good story ideas, which is real important, too. And uh, thanks for being on the team. Yeah, thank you. I'm so happy to be here. I can't wait to um, I mean, I've gotten started, but to get started even more and uh, story ideas, Arkansas and Delta, if y'all have them, I'm ready to listen and ready to write. Thanks to Whitney Hagwood for taking the time to be part of the podcast. It's always great to talk with editors on my team. And that's the best part of my job, connecting with the Farm Progress editors and writers working to cover agriculture every day for you. You've now met Betty and Whitney. Listen in the future as we talk with other editors about stories they're working on. 
and you can make sure you don't miss these conversations with industry leaders and our editorial team working to share the stories of agriculture. Simply subscribe to this podcast on your favorite platform, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, and more. And if you have a smart speaker, all you have to do is tell it to listen to Around Farm Progress and you'll hear the latest episode. Farm Progress is the nation's leading agriculture information source with 17 state and regional brands as well as Farm Futures, Beef, National Hog Farmer, and Feedstuffs, and our events including the Farm Progress Show, Husker Harvest Days, and the Farm Futures Business Summit. Oh yes, and the New York Farm Show. Also, we have a new platform called Farm Progress 365. It's actually been at work for over a year. And if you visit farmprogress365.com, you're going to find a rich library of multimedia content covering all aspects of the industry, from an archive of our seasonal sessions, looking at everything from harvest to spraying and other factors in the industry, to special reports from the Farm Progress Show and other events. Be sure to check it out. Join us next week as we continue our agriculture journey around the country. I'm Willie Vogt, Editorial Director at Farm Progress. Thanks for listening.